Hey, everybody. Welcome to podcast number five with Truth and Levity with... (laughs) Candice and Jordan. Oh, it's taking us a minute to start this podcast because we've just been, you know, talking about stuff and, um, you know, as we do. So we just had our little meeting and, and, um, and it just, you know, we kind of got lost in the countdown or I did. I just took you down. I just took you down with me. That's, That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> We're going, well, what is that? Uh, all for one, one for all. Yeah. You're just, you're coming with me. It's in the name. Oh, I hear a uh, doggy doggy in the background. Oh yeah. They're. They're waiting for Chase to come home. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah they're not in the bedroom. I live in Gans. Traveled. I'm doing well. How about you? Uh, I'm doing great. Great. I, I'm, I really am doing great. Now, here's the, here's the like million dollar question. How bored are you feeling right now? I'm not. I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling totally engaged. I'm feeling good. You're yeah. here. You're here with us. No level of so, boredom. So, I guess this will essentially be almost like a valentine's day episode hallmark hallmark holiday but i feel like every day should be celebrated love and stuff but um but you know this will be out on the 15th the day after well then we should dedicate it to we should dedicate to self-love yes (laughs) self-love oh yes about loving yourself and being there for yourself and i know it's tough for a lot of people that day because either you've lost somebody or you know you're you feel lonely and you know it's just kind of like shoved in your face but um I don't really I mean we we celebrate it we always celebrated it growing up like mom and dad would buy us little gifts and stuff but um did they yeah that yeah I remember I remember one specifically dad bought me smurf a little smurf and I like I wish I still had it. it might have been like papa smurf maybe smurfette i don't know but i loved it i love that do you know what a smurf is <laughs> i do know what a smurf is hey, ding, 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 ding. i don't i don't remember them doing anything explicitly for valentine's day i guess i yeah. i don't really i just remember did they i guess I, maybe they bought us candy or those little those little hearts that had like the messages on them those oh, things yeah. yeah conversation hearts is that what they're called yep conversation mm-hmm. hearts and and mom would make um heart-shaped meatloaf oh i do remember that memories jogged oh good and it was like red red and it wasn't because yeah. it, it wasn't because it was like it was like ketchup on top blood red it was like, okay oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's nice. on top. it wasn't like blood red <laughs> <laughs> well there's one thing you know about sharon lally is uh, she likes her her red meat well 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 done like so we were not going to get a meatloaf that had any kind of bloody no, bloody in there it was going to be nothing. cooked to infinity and beyond It'd be like the fake blood ketchup stuff. Yeah, I do remember that heart-shaped meatloaf. Oh. You have to, well, you don't eat meat, so you can't really eat the meatloaf now. Mm, no. What kind, of, but, what kind of fake meat do you eat now? I, you know, I, uh, Megan um, buys uh, Beyond Burgers every now and again. We have them in the freezer, and I'll eat them every now and again, but I don't know. It's kind of like I'd rather just eat something else than a fake meat because most of them don't taste that great. No. To be honest, no, not I. The only thing, like the the things that I eat for for protein are, um, you know, I, I eat a lot of like plant based like smoothies, you know, with protein. But then, um, uh, tofu every now and again I'll mix into something. But if unless that's cooked right, it tastes gnarly too. I just I just try to you know nuts and seeds and stuff like that. That's where <laughs> I get my protein. Now, nah. wish I had that in me. But I was talking to a friend and she said. Do you ever like get on a kick where you'll like eat something for a couple of weeks and then you never want to eat it again? I'm like, yes. She said that is a symptom of ADD. ADD. Oh, interesting. And I know I've had that my whole life. I don't really take anything for it. Just try and work through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but yeah. So like when I do like like isogenics, I was doing that for a long time. I'm still trying to like jump back on that wagon because it, it made me feel good. I would drink the shake in the morning and, you know, in the afternoon. And, but now I'm like, oh, just thinking about drinking the shake. I just can't. I don't know. There's <laughs> right? some, Is that but, crazy? Like how but, your mind just goes, nope, you're done. Yeah. Um, your mind is silly. There's some, some drinks, some of those smoothies are amazing. Maybe, maybe yeah. I have no accounting for taste anymore, but I, I, I love a good smoothie and you know, I, I'm not like, yeah. I'm not, I mean, I eat fish, I eat salmon and stuff. So I'm right. not like super. So you're pescatarian. Vegan. Right? Is that what it's called? 
Yeah. But the look, the other day I had uh uh this is this is the truth and levity podcast, correct? Right, so I'm, I'm just gonna come with truth. Um at uh uh what is it, Panera, mm. there is a soup that I love and it's called chicken and wild rice. And I go to Panera and sometimes I'm just tired of eating leaves. <laughs> and every now and again, I will get that chicken and wild rice, but don't tell anybody. Okay. You're like, leave that leaf alone. I just uh, leave that leaf alone. Yeah. You gotta give yeah. the leaves a break too. Um, no, I love that soup. And like, like, I, I, I don't even know. I don't even have like a, it's not like, a, I mean, I love animals, but that's not why I stopped <laughs> eating meat. I just tr- like trying different things with my diet and see what makes me feel better. You know, I mean, I believe right. in the, the circle of life. You know what I mean? As right. long as, a, as long as an animal is humanely treated, and I'm okay with it, but um, right. for the most part, yeah, mostly leaves and nuts and seeds. <laughs> nuts leaves and, and nuts seeds. and seeds. Oh my gosh, I wish I could. Hmm. I do, I do, it but I know, good. I know that I won't stick with it because it will get on my nerves after a while. Maybe, maybe no, like it's, it's like maybe I should. Well, I tell you what, the only last about it. the only lasting change that I've ever made in my life is is uh, the things that I stopped trying to change you know what i mean like if right. i forced myself to eat that way i would do right. the same thing you're talking about like i would do it for a couple of weeks or months right. and then i would you know kind of ping pong back to whatever but um is it like a rebellion like i have somewhere deep down like, i, I just, it just can't come from your brain it has to come from a deeper place whatever 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 it is oh, that's what gosh. i that's my belief do you know i feel like a black hole like it's just there's so much and so if much- you just dive in you're gonna be like get me out of here so much what in your brain just just in you said it's deeper than just oh yeah your yeah. brain that's me. Well, i just Not mean that like I'm deep i'm saying there's a lot of stuff there's a lot I, of layers you have to like dig in not what i was yeah what i'm saying is like if you force change from your headspace it's just gonna every action is an equal and opposite reaction right like the only reason i started eating the way i eat is because i mindfully started observing how food made me feel and so naturally i was led to this feels better than that so do you, know you know think meditation would help with that yeah that's the only reason i because li- because i feel like healthy. sometimes i'm not even paying attention <laughs> you know oh to what you eat which is yeah like i'll just you know i'll do yeah it's weird it's it's probably like the ADD thing and a little depression, a little anxiety mixed in. And you're not even, you're just kind of in like a numb space. I, I, yeah, I, I, well, first of all, I think food is just an issue for our family. Uh, I know that when I eat, like one of the, one of the hardest habits for me to break and still something I have to consciously do is like shoving food in my face while staring at a screen. Right. Like not even knowing what I'm eating, tasting it kind of, but also like zoning out on whatever. Like I'm, it's the opposite of being my, that's my just, favorite thing to do. I know me too. But honestly, Candace, I've had, I had a ton of <laughs> digestive issues over the last few years. And I've, I've been yeah. seeing doctors like a month ago, I had a colonoscopy and an endoscopy and all these other things. Um, I'm finding resolution through all that, but, but, but feeling my body and those like issues that I've had is one of the reasons why I've modified my diet over time. And I realized when I eat that way, when I, and I love it too, like, like the, one of my great joys is to have like some little snack that I like and pull up a little wrestling thing on my YouTube yeah, and watch like, it while I shove food in my face. But I, it, it, my body doesn't feel good afterwards. Somebody told me years ago that like, uh, it was a, it was a, she's like a an exercise specialist dietitian. And also uh, she was one of my meditation students. Uh, and she said that there was some study and I, I don't think I've ever found the study, but that, that like our body processes food less effectively when we don't pay attention to what we're eating. Meaning like mindlessly eating ends yeah. up as pounds on our body rather than if we're, if we, if we look and know and taste what we're eating, our body more efficiently breaks that down. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you know, when I do do that, when I, which is, you know, I'll find that if I try to mindfully eat, I get bored really quickly <laughs> and then I'm done. Like, I'm like, okay, I think I'm full. Like, this is so boring. <laughs> I think that's, I, I, but that, that's, you're just describing meditation, right? The first time right. or 10 times or 10 hundred times you sit down and meditate, it's boring. 
But then the more and more you focus on the present moment, the more compelling it becomes. So that's the same thing with eating. Like I, I still have to, if I, even if I put YouTube away or whatever, and I am eating, I have to consciously slow myself down and Mm -hmm. actually taste the food. And there's times when my mind's like, this is boring. Let's do 10 other things. But I have like an anxiety like a, like a wired anxiety to me when I eat, like I, I eat too fast. I shove it, oh, I, yeah. I swallow, I just go, 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 go. And I have to like really slow myself down. I think part of that was dead. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Because, because anytime we would get something, he would want to bite. <laughs> yeah. So if you, so if you hurry up and ate it really fast, he couldn't eat the bite. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I know. I think I you're totally right. I think you're you know? absolutely right. Because he, think- he would come in and be like, Oh, give me a bite of that. Or you'd be like, oh, I wish somebody would make me a Coke with no Oh, ice. I remember that. Fill, like I filled to I, the top. I would fill that sucker right to the top. <laughs> to the top where and he would he would stop asking me because I was annoying. <laughs> but mm, I would I would yeah. just wish somebody would just get me a Coke with no <laughs> ice. And he would just guilt me into it every time. Mm. You know. But yeah, you would say, Can I have a bite? Can I bite? Yeah. No matter what it was. You know, and like sometimes I'm like, like, you know, I I'll share, like easily share, but I don't love to. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't either. You, you know, know like, like like back off. Yeah. Well, like, we go we go out to eat, and Megan and I order dinner, right? Oh and yeah. <laughs> she orders her thing, I order my thing. Okay, so you eat your thing, I'll eat my thing. Back off my plate. She's always trying to get her fork over there. I'm like, no. If you talk to me beforehand, you want to split these things. That's 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 one thing. I witnessed that. It's so cute. It's like, back off, dude. She. I mean, look. God bless my my beautiful wife. She eats like. I mean, come on. She she eats. There's no like. 50 50 is a luxury if we're splitting food she's it's normally like 60 40 in megan's favor <laughs> so i'm like get, get your it. fork away from my plate Back I off. and i love how megan eats too because she eats everything like oh, there's nothing there's nothing that grosses her out and i'm so picky i wonder where my kid gets it but she's not picky at all and she'll yeah. like eat her and tim too tim's not as picky and they'll they'll like have this like raw salmon sushi stuff and i'm like you oh, know i love it oh uh, i can't uh, well i that, can't I, think about it and I, then and they'll eat it mm. i don't i i will eat that stuff i don't love sashimi i love sushi yeah. but i don't love like where they just here's a here's a, a fresh plucked salmon from the river chew it up i don't love that no but i do no. love it if it's in a sushi roll i'm all so, about that i'll eat raw fish and, and all day I, long. I have i have a little um ptsd when it comes to sitting at a sushi bar where they're making it in front of you and you like kind of talk to them and, and um, the chefs and they're making it and they're just, it's so cool to watch. So one time we were talking to them and they're like, Oh, here, you try this. And, um, and <laughs> wait a second, wait a second. Truth. Were you just about to do an impression and you stopped yourself to be politically correct. So as not to do an impression of the <laughs> server at the sushi restaurant. Right? Not, like, not, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's the world. It's 2022, baby. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't I, had to, I had to get it together. Nope. Nope. So he was like, would you like to try this, man? <laughs> oh, he, that's not how he sounded. Would you 100%. like to try this, man? <laughs> and it was like um, seaweed or whatever. <laughs> Freaking seaweed. So I, I tried it because I'm way too nice to say no, thank you. You know, poor man made it so i'm eating that i'm like okay i chewed it for a long time and then finally swallowed the thing down and then and then comes the raw salmon or whatever (laughs) it was this pink floppy thing (laughs) it's like you know being so generous and here and tim's like of course trying everything and so i get it and i i put it in my mouth which was very hard to do and it wouldn't move like i couldn't chew I could it just start <laughs> and he's waiting for my reaction and I'm like mm, it's so good I couldn't I couldn't move I, and I really I I couldn't chew it because and then I couldn't swallow it and it was stuck 
and I had to like wait till he walked away and it wasn't even a paper napkin it was a cloth napkin that I had to spit it in is that (laughs) awful and I can still remember that so now Tim will be like hey let's go get some sushi and I'm like nope (laughs) can we sit at a table (laughs) I'm not not doing that again I mean super nice we were in Maryland I believe (laughs) but yeah yeah, I'm not good with that I don't like trying stuff I don't because that stuff happens to me all the time and I'm like stuck Mm. I can't Uh, get past my mind going this is a slimy pink raw thing that was once alive swimming in the river and it's just chilling in your mouth right now chew it up no I I, yeah that makes sense I mean it took me a long time Megan and I we still she's she indoctrinated me with like you know California roll and all cooked sushi rolls and eventually I got into it and I I like I like spicy tuna and I, I like some of them but I, I still I still don't just love the texture of what you're talking about just the right, raw yeah, sashimi yeah. here's a piece of just fish I, I need it yeah. like wrapped in the rice um you know shrimp tempura like boom that's great yeah I love the uh what is it spider roll it's like soft shell crab You'd oh like yeah that. that's good too yeah, yeah. I'm oh. hungry now you want some sushi huh I think we need to get some sushi I th- when I think of uh uh the uh, Japanese restaurants I think of uh or maybe it was a Chinese restaurant I can't remember but uh when, I don't know if, I don't know if you were there you might have been in Florida it was I think it was Alexis's I can't remember which birthday it was for her but when we did the sake bomb oh, I, have a, for that? I have the video okay she was in Bel Air I was so, in Florida uh I think, Alexis or no, are, I was pregnant so yeah, I, was those, I was in Maryland I, she was really young she had just turned 21 or 22 or so she was young yeah. And I, you know, I was in my prime drinking days, right. you know, and, and so the, for those of you who are unfamiliar with sake bombs, like you have a beer, I think it was Kieran, and then you have two chopsticks that you place on top and then you put a shot of sake on those chopsticks yeah. and then everybody bangs the table until the shot falls into the beer and then you got to slug it. And so I, without a shadow of doubt, was going to win this sake bomb race and we, you know, we bang on the table. Right. I think, I think mine even fell in first. I started drinking first and Alexis went and within half of a second, she slugged the entire beer. Yeah. She gone. beat everybody. She destroyed everyone. There's yes. a video out there. <laughs> I love that video. I want to see it. Uh, yeah. I'll time. just send it to you. I have it somewhere on my, oh, on man. my Facebook actually, I'm sure. Cause I <laughs> she, saved it. <laughs> and she, she just like beat everybody. It's just like innocent. Just chugged it. Didn't even think twice. And like, what the, like she's always had a gift for like, drinking something really fast and just you know so do you remember the night you and I were like it was I think she had just turned 21 and we're like we're gonna teach her how to go to a party and fake drink like this is how you do it I do yeah so we proceeded to play a drinking game with her and we all had a beer and we're telling her you just kind of like put it back and just pretend to like drink it and we were teaching her how to do that because I think, I think well first of all I think you were teaching her how to do that because I drank <laughs> everything in my face well oh. we did we know Alex and we did I was supporting you but I, and, I don't think I could rightfully teach that lesson I think I was supporting your teaching anyway you and, carry on you and I proceeded Sorry. to not pretend to drink oh, yeah. more we got <laughs> carried away and oh, so yeah. not, not only did I give her that lesson but I gave her the full where I saw angels and my grandmother that had passed away <laughs> as she's holding my hair and I'm telling her you need to get me to the hospital like I was so dramatic <laughs> like whenever it gets to that point like no matter if I'm throwing up at any point like it doesn't matter if you know I'm sick or whatever I'm dramatic like it is like I'm dying and that's it so like she had to sit there and hold my hair and watch this go down so that scared her too what a what a full circle lesson you're you provided. welcome first you're of welcome, all Alexis, don't drink a lot that. It was like, here, don't drink a happen. lot. And if you do drink a lot, here's what happens. PSA. Well done. Life, well done. That's big, that's big sister right I t- there. I took one for the team that night. <laughs> <laughs> was that the night we did brother, sister, sister, swear? Yes, yes, yes. Oh. So <laughs> brother, brother, bro- sister, 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 swear, swear whatever, whatever you, you say, say. I don't, don't care. care. Yeah. <laughs> so we went, so she wouldn't tell us. <laughs> Alexis, Alexis, we love you. Alexis is 10 years younger than me. And we don't have to uh, say the Candace number. So Alexis was a lot younger. And lot. so she just had a tendency to kind of tell mom, I'm going to go tell mom and tell us. Oh, and so like 
it was like you couldn't have like a sibling trust thing because yeah. Alex would go tell, but just because by virtue of her being right. younger, it was like, and right. so we, on this night that we indoctrinated, you know, we taught her, <laughs> taught her about drinking, we also came up with this little pinky promise. The three of us held our pinkies together, brothers, sisters, sisters, Freya, whatever you say, I don't, I care. don't care. I won't go tell mom. I won't go tell that, whatever. Yeah, no. <laughs> that was fun. We manipulated that little girl. Do you remember when uh, she was in her little uh, playpen, I guess? And we like, mm. we turned her into a little gangster with like bandana on her head and we would dress her up. No, Maybe I do remember. just me. <laughs> I think that was just you, but I did, I did, I turned her into a professional wrestler. We would wrestle together. Yes. And her name, her wrestling name is Texas Alexis. And oh. yeah, she remembers that. She remembers everything. She's got the best memory on earth. I remember when I got one of those magnet nose piercings and messed with dad. And, um, and so like, I, when I would like make videos in the room, like I had an interview with Alexis, I wish I could find it. She was little. And I remember I put it on her little nose and she, her little voice, she was like, I got my nose pierced. <laughs> like her little <laughs> S's were so, so I can still hear it in my head. And she like, she was so proud of that thing. I'm like, I'm already <laughs> warping this child. <laughs> <laughs> didn't she, speaking of brother, sister, sister, spirit, didn't she rat either you or me out with a tattoo that we got? Maybe wow. it was. It might have been. Ale you. Alexis, this... if, if you did that, remind me. I can't remember. Yeah. I remember how mom found my first tattoo. How was that? I had gotten it when I was 18. I got a little flounder from the Little Mermaid on my ankle. I love flounder. I was a swimmer. I almost said I was a professional swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> you were as a competitive swimmer. swimmer yeah you were um, I, it was like a fun time in my life so I love that so I related to him and how he wasn't so confident and he was like and she would say flounder don't be such a guppy you know and so like I'd always kind of have that little attitude and like I'm gonna do it and then still be terrified inside like he just represented me and plus I love blue and yellow although he's not colored in long story short so I had had it for like six months and mom was um, talking to Aunt Sandy on the phone and I was coming into vacuum and I guess I didn't have it covered up. <laughs> I forgot it was there six months later. And she, and thank God Aunt Sandy was on the phone. She's like, is that a tattoo on you? <laughs> <laughs> and so it became a funny thing. Like she was, she laughed about it because Aunt Sandy was on the phone. Had Aunt Sandy not been on the phone, it would have been uh, <laughs> done. Yeah. You know? I can't remember how mom it found mine. I just remember wearing, it might not have been, I just might've made that up, but I, I remember wearing, like I got my tattoos are on my lower, uh, my calf, my, beneath my calf, I'm just above my ankle. And uh, I was wearing long pants in July and I would wear them out before I went in the pool. And I would sort of like take them off right when I went in. I just remember like sweating in July, just so mom didn't see my tattoo, even though I was like 23 mm -hmm. or whatever. And she was like, why would you want to mark your body? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. How's I, I, do, I do like my tattoos. So I got one after my cousin Aaron passed away. Um, and it was more, I call it my grief tattoo, you know, and it, um, we were at the mall <laughs> and just rolled into a mall tattoo, tattoo shop. shop at the mall, you know, really did my research, but um, <laughs> it's on my wrist and I, I love it though. It means a lot to me. You know, because it represents dad and Aaron. Aaron, I was super close to. And, um, you know, yeah. on my wrist. <laughs> uh, the guy seat. wasn't like very friendly that was doing it. And I'm like, oh, great. What am I doing? <laughs> I should have just got up and run, ran away. You know what I mean? Like, you know, no, nope, never mind. But I was too terrified to speak and speak up for myself yeah. and being like, you're not nice. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. I can relate to that. I, 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 this, uh, the tattoo that I have in place of my wedding ring, um, it's, it says echo. That was our, our wedding song and, um, by incubus, a great song incidentally, but I remember the guy was doing it. And by the end, it was just not good. It looks like a prison tattoo, honestly, <laughs> to, me. <laughs> to me, it does. And I like, rather than just be like, dude, this isn't what I asked for, or this isn't, right. you know, I just, it would, I get my, maybe it was also like, at that point, it was like safer just to leave and then have somebody else yeah. do it. Cause the guy, he just didn't do a great job in my opinion, but yeah, no, I can relate to that. Like, yeah. uh, I never considered myself a people pleaser, but upon reflection, all these years of meditation, yeah. I could see where I really did have that in, in me in a very kind of, I don't know, kind of hidden way, but I was always focused on other on one way or another kind of 
pleasing or satiating other people um, or just avoiding people altogether. Right. One of the two. Anyway. I do the same thing. Incidentally. I still do that. I'm working on it though. I'm working on not feeling bad for saying no, you know, yeah. things like that. Um, since you said your wedding song and it's the Valentine's episode, do you remember what ours oh. was? Uh, what your wedding song was? You and Tim? Mm-hmm. Oh man. It's like a quiz game. Yeah. It's like, dun, dun. I need quiz music here. I think I was, I think when they played your, when you guys did your dance, I was already in your room unpacking your stuff Probably. and moving my stuff in. I was, I was literally getting ready for the wedding. And when we moved into this house, like Jordan, I gave him the bigger room, like, cause I figured I'll be the first one out. So I'll take the smaller room in the back. Like I was like, you know, I had the big room in the other house. When we move into this new house, we'll just switch it up. Cause I've always you- been very fair. Like I just, that's just me, you know, like I've, I'm not going to be like, I'm taking it. I'm the big sister. Like, I figure you're going to be here longer. You take the bigger room and I'll just take the little one in the corner. And that was when you were 17 and I was 10. I mean, sorry, sorry. No, I mean, I, no. I, I didn't mean to yeah. say your age. I meant like, that's when we were, in, you're, you're referring was, to when we were. And teenagers. we're six years, or you we're were. six years apart though. We we're six. Depending on that's the time. Seven. That's seven. Um, but yeah. So, um, so then our <laughs> wedding day came around and um, my little Baltimore accent just popped in came around did you hear that i did not a twinge is but, a I, pop but I probably i probably wouldn't be the one to notice because i'm from right, Baltimore as well. here and as i'm getting ready for my wedding jordan's moving my stuff out and moving his stuff in on that day like <laughs> as mom would say like here's your hat what's your hurry you know like you were like ready to jump into my grave wait so we moved into the house i was 10 you were six years older and then you got married how old were you 23 so I was 17. Uh, my motive, my motive was likely to hang out the back of the house, the window, so I could take a hit of weed, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think you had without like, anybody finding out that. Was I think true. you had like little girls who would ride their bike down the street and. Like, no, that's actually what it was. You. I wasn't. Yeah, and I was still. I was still. I'm. I'm mixing up my uh lost self in college and after with high school no i i was more focused on being an athlete in high school yeah i was that's what it was there was there was two girls that lived in the neighborhood and they would like look in at our house to the front window and yeah i just i just felt more private in that back room the back corner of the house it's like your first Uh, taste of paparazzi paparazzi so So, do you remember the song yeah that's what i was getting back to um no i don't it's magic by Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> oh, actually, I should know that because you mentioned that on an earlier episode. I did. Of Truth and levity. I did. Yep. I remember that. Yep. Olivia Newton-John is my favorite of all time. Mm. Yeah. Fight me. I, I Fight definitely me. I love her. I thought she was going to be my sister. I definitely up. wouldn't have remembered that. Like, I adored her. Adored. Mm. Yeah. You know? And she actually is the same age as mom, so she could never be my big sister. But I swore she was going to roll up that street and play kickball with me like you know i did and that's like a legit memory and i remember uh when the band had an interview on the radio one time and i just found the recording somewhere i told that story about olivia john and the red kickball right walking up the street hey candace you ready to play what's up is Olivia Newton-John um, known for playing kickball or something? No, but she was hope. How <laughs> she was going to be hopelessly devoted to me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think these references are lost on me. I'm assuming that's a song title from Greece. Oh, sorry. Did you not watch know. that movie? You made me watch Greece two more times than I care to mention, but I don't know anything beyond that. Was, that. that was a good movie because that cool rider dance was badass. Ash, okay. it was so good. It was. My friend hey, you, Kathy and I would do that all the time. We would nail it. I could nail it today. Okay. Michelle Pfeiffer was everything. Do it. <laughs> you and my little, my little box. Your little, your little Zoom <laughs> box. Let me see you dance. Um, I'll show you. When I come up to Maryland, I'll show you. Legit. I want to know how the meditation challenge is going for you since we're talking about self-love for valentine's day or we were intending to and right. we haven't instead we've right, reminisced no. about our childhood we what, did. Uh, hey that's how... still self-love though because we're bringing up memories and stuff we don't genuinely talk about that much anymore you know so it was you know it's, it was nice to talk about that stuff a little bit reminisce take a walk down memory lane chilling with my homie 
What is happening? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> what were you saying? I don't remember. I was asking how the, oh, my meditations. the, the meditation challenge is going. Well, I you. went to the meeting on Sunday. Mm, yes, we had and, um, a midway meet and greet yep. for the participants in the 7 for 7 Ed Lally oh Foundation Meditation Challenge. So I'm going to give you all some truth of what went down. So it was um, like a body scan meditation and Jordan, you know, is just so eloquent in the things that he says. And I feel like sometimes he's speaking to me directly. And so, you know, I immediately like I, it was wasn't like I was crying, but my eyes just like tears were just falling out like a release that I needed, I guess. You know, I had the week before I had a lot of anxiety. So maybe that it was just coming out. And then Tara speaks afterwards. and <clears throat> I'm no good. Like I've already like I'm, I'm just pretty much sobbing at this point. It was just beautiful. Like she's just very sometimes I feel like we're so connected in what she like she was she was speaking directly to me and and we've mm -hmm. had a lot of conversations outside of that but um it was just so powerful and um and you know it was just it was just great so afterwards we all have to get onto a zoom call you don't have to but it's you know it's really nice to see everybody and um so I got on there and I'm like panicking right before because I look like you know a balloon face, you know, I'm crying my eyes out and I grabbed my dog for like emotional support. Cause I, people have emotional support pets. I thought, well, maybe this will help me like not cry and weep through the whole thing. And, um, you know, I, I got out and immediately, you know, as soon as I started talking, I was crying. I think you missed the first part of it. It was just Tara yeah. and Megan. And, um, and then, uh, I just, you know, cried and, and then, um, Justin was on there and he said, you know, it's not a weakness, it's a power up. And so I've yeah. kind of taken that and just kind of held it in my heart. Like, yeah, I mean, I was brave to kind of sit there in a room and just Absolutely. let it all out, you know, and, and it felt good at the end, you know, I wasn't happy about my swollen face, but whatever, you know, I didn't, but it, it was, it was really, really cool and powerful. So from that point to answer your question in a long winded way, um, I've been doing them every day. And in fact, last night I had trouble falling asleep and I just kind of laid there and I'm like, I'm just going to like body scan myself without it, you know, mm -hmm. and just try. And I was out, like fell sound asleep. Nice. Cool. That's awesome. Definitely cool. I fell sound asleep. That's awesome. Hey, it was the uh, embodiment, I think, of everything that we're trying to inspire to the foundation when you popped on the, the Zoom call. So we had like a Zoom webinar to all the participants. And then there was this optional Zoom meeting afterward. That's what Candice is referring to. When she came on, she was crying. And I just think that's the embodiment of what we want to inspire to the foundation. Like we're all human. We all have emotions. Right. Let's let's just wear them and stop burying right. them and hiding them in shame. It was it was yeah. awesome. It was such and it's yeah. such a safe, safe place. And I know you're gonna offer more of these and you have a lot of events currently going on and the Ed Lally Foundation, check that out. Um, there's a lot of events that are available and, you know, I know my dad is the namesake and I do the podcast, but I haven't really worked inside the foundation like the board has and now Jordan, Tara, DJ, everybody just kind of, you know, Andre, everybody just kind of works hard. Pete, you know, I know I'm leaving Pete, Megan, I'm leaving people off, but, um, <clears throat> every single day they're focused and, and making sure that, you know, information is put online and um, it's just beautiful. And as the, uh, I guess, a legacy board member, as you said, um, it's powerful to me to see and I'm appreciative. Oh, Ken. Oh, Candace. <laughs> well, that's, thank you. Thank you. Yes, it's uh, I I'm I'm moved after every board meeting to see these, you know, however many people are in, the, in every meeting, 10, 15 people who are in a variety of ways, you know, yeah. committed and on, you know, volunteering their time. Yeah, it's it's awesome, and and um, and all the events and all the people we get to connect with, it's 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 only going to grow yeah. because man, the truth just resonates, and people just want yeah. to be let loose from from the, the the stigma that we have on being human it's yeah. like that's really where the stigma is placed yeah it's obviously it's, it's a like stigma people have to really jump through hoops to get help now and i'm hearing that more and more um from various friends that you know it's easier to just kind of 
go in into a, you know, if you have like a drug problem or, you know, you're an alcoholic or something like it's easier to get help now. It needs to be the same if you have a mental situation where you need help mm. and you need somebody to talk to. It needs to be there, there you know, I and, think, you know, what I mean, more and more where it's not as. I think what you're referring to, to is that, there, you know, very fortunately, there is a lot of supports out there for, for right. alcoholics, for example. There's a lot of AA meetings that people can go to, but there's not just a lot of default support groups for right. anxiety or depression, which usually are underlying conditions of alcoholism, right. but people aren't, you know, uh, starting or fostering uh, as many support groups in service of, of just, you know, somebody who hasn't, you know, followed their anxiety or depression to alcoholism or substance right. abuse or whatever. And so that is, we were talking before the, the podcast, that's something that we endeavor to do through the foundation. We want to have a variety of support groups. Right now we have a, a men's mindful mental health support group that meets once a month, um, a women's mindful mental health support group that meets once a month, and we have a suicide bereavement support group. And so, uh, yeah, with time and as we continue to grow our funding and resources, we hope to be able to provide more support groups and provide them more regularly so that just on any given week, if somebody's struggling, they can just pop into a meeting and talk because as you and I know, just from this right. podcast, just to talk about what oh you're going gosh. through relieves that sense of isolation that all, you know, only exacerbates what we're dealing with. And you feel more connected. You feel like you've released some of the pressure that is accumulated inside, just the ability to right. talk and be heard. Not that you need to get any advice, not that you need right. to just, just to talk and be heard and supported and, and your truth to be honored. Yeah. That's, that's definitely one of the goals of, of ongoing goals of the foundation right now we're just trying to keep up with what we can do because we have um a very tiny budget and three staff members and, yes. and you know a, a board of volunteers and stuff like that but you know i think we got we got some big goals for sure um how is the um power of expression any updates yeah well uh we had a couple schools we were going to be in in january they got postponed because of covid so we're circling back to them i know i heard from um park school uh in baltimore there that's not power of expression that's just me going to talk to the students but um so they circled back uh i'll be there in, in april and um so we're gonna uh revisit some of the schools i'm sure we hearing from them that had postponed and then you know that's that's another part of um what we could use perhaps the listeners of this podcast like a lot of schools just not, not a lot of schools most schools just aren't aware right. those schools that are aware most of which we've, we've been back to or plans to be back to. Um, we just need help spreading the word. And, and at every school, at any school that we've been to, I think without exception, we've only gotten there because someone in the student body or the administration has been personally impacted by mental health or suicide. Uh, unfortunately, there's, there is so much stigma that exists and people are reluctant to, to, to start the conversation. But the students aren't. Students are ready to have these conversations. If that's one thing we've right. learned, by the schools that we've been able to visit is like they're ready and eager right. and and want to talk about it it's the it's the generation older than them the administrative uh folks uh you know just like you know we it took it took our dad's right. suicide for us to break down our own stigma yeah. and a lot of meditation yeah. a lot of honesty but um so that's really what it comes down to if you're pa if you're listening to this and you're passionate about um mental health or you want to get the power of expression in in, in your, your your children's school or neighbor's school or whatever um, you need to be a vocal voice. You need to reach out to, to someone in the administration or you kind of need to make it happen because every school, as I said, without right. exception, it's been one individual or a, a group of individuals who have pushed it through all the red tape, all the administrative stuff that you have to deal with, all the scheduling challenges, all the stuff, you know, if you want an excuse, you can find an excuse. That's for sure. Right. Um, but if you want to make something happen, you can find a way to make something happen. And so uh, we have created uh, options that are ranged from in person to, to virtual video series that can be administered in 15 minute segments or a one-off one hour presentation. So we have a lot of options that can fit with a variety of school schedules. Um, just need, just need people spreading the word and, and pushing it through. So I don't know, that was a long-winded uh, no, way to say that. I mean, um, it's great. Uh, well, like any Avenue, I think we need to, you know, we need help. Yeah. We need truth, help, truth. you know, uh, Hey Candace. Hey, we what? Got, we got eight minutes. We got eight, eight minutes. minutes. To do that some was levity. oh my gosh. Yeah, well, we've we, already we laughed, that, cried, got serious. We took, we took that stroll down memory lane, you know. Yeah, you can get That's, lost in that. Uh, I want to give you a five things that Kaya gave me last night before I uh, she went to bed, and it made me laugh. And I love, I love, uh, what is that saying? The mouth of babes. I love, oh, I yeah. love the the minds of kids because they just come up with stuff that's so much. 
There's just nothing in the way. So right, right. Candace, give me five things that pretzels do after we go to sleep. Go. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. I love it. Crumble. One. Party. Two. Dance. Three. Square dance. I don't know. Four. <laughs> Exercise. Five. These are five things. Oh, that's so cute. That was so cute. I loved it. I like got stuck and I'm like, oh, she's so cute. Oh, I love it. All right, Jordan, I got I got to get you five things that I'm just going to throw here. Five things that you would put in a magical jar. <laughs> I don't, know. <laughs> uh, I don't candy, know. Candy canes. One. Unicorns. Two. Special pennies. Three. Assorted change. Four. <laughs> uh, sparkles. Five. These are five things. These are five Mag magical things you put in the jar. jar. <laughs> or... Um, oh, have you ever seen a uh, comedian, stand-up comedian? I think it's, I don't know if it's pronounced his name correct. Ronnie Chan, Chang, Ronnie Chang. No, funny. So funny. I watched his stand-up and I, Megan and I probably watched it, I think middle of the pandemic. Oh man. I think he does, um, he does, I think he's like a correspondent on like the Daily Show or one of those political kind of yeah. humor things, but his stand-up is hilarious. Is he on Netflix? Yes. I'm, I'll find it and I'll, I'll text it to you. Ronnie, Ronnie, it's been a, it's been a, at least a year and a half since I've seen it. So I, I'm not, I don't want to. I know Netflix takes everything off so quickly. Um, I'm still mad about uh, Julie and the Phantoms. <laughs> oh yeah, that's ridiculous. And redo it. They won awards and everything. It was so cute and like sweet. Ronnie. Yeah. Chang maybe. Yes, that's it. That's it. I got him. I'm screen capping. I, I, Megan and I both. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I don't remember his bit well enough to like do it justice, but just thinking about it just made me laugh. Oh my gosh. There's a lot of it talking about how like, how like just we are in the world today. I think he was specifically referring to Americans, but just like, you know, you know, like everything that we want, we have immediately and it's still not quick enough. Like, like I, mm -hmm. I want to order this food. I want it at my house right now. And that's not good enough. I want you to shove it in my face. I need you to shove the food in my face <laughs> because it's like, you know, it's never quick enough. It's never like yeah. enough. We need more of everything quicker, more now. It's so funny hearing his delivery though. So oh, funny. Oh, it's so yeah. true though. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I want to see it. Yeah. So funny. Um, <laughs> Amazon uh, next day. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what, yeah. That's exactly what the bit starts oh, off with gosh. Amazon next day. No, I, Amazon next hour. I want Amazon next Amazon right now, shove it in my face. <laughs> so funny. Um, well, if I'm always Ronnie... impressed when they have when they bring something like the next day that I ordered it. I always think that's like super cool. Well, I mean, it is amazing yeah. thinking about like like the instant gratification that we all have, yeah. and that we we and then we immediately take it for granted, yeah. and eventually in a year or two or ten, it'll be that's not quick enough. No. I need it in three no. seconds now. I got, I bought little mini poppets for my preschoolers, you know, for their Valentine's and, um, and I'm going to make a little thing like, hope your Valentine's day is popping <laughs> my, little, my little three year olds. And, um, but it's like cute. It's like a little keychain. I don't want to get them candy. I'm sure. They're going to get a lot of candy and, um, it, it's super cute, but I ordered it and it came the next day and I'm like, nah, I didn't even realize it was a next day thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm so prepared. I haven't made my labels yet, so that'll be the night before, I'm sure. What are you gonna do? Five um, things. Five things you want for Valentine's Day that aren't candy or flowers or chocolates. <laughs> Number one, can't say it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, can't say it. Number three, four, five, can't say it. All right, these are my five things. Get on it, Megan. <laughs> um, I uh. Oh, oh! Another game we play because we we do like a couple little improvs uh, uh, with Kaya before she goes to bed. One we do that I think she invented is just humming a song, and the other person has to guess it. So okay. I would like to try that right now. Ready? I'm okay. going to do one. You have to guess this song. Ready? Okay. Is it Black Eyed Peas? No. That's it. I don't get know. It? That's all you get. <laughs> I don't know. You got to fight. Oh, okay. For okay. your right to party. 
Yep. That's a good one. Give me one. You got one? It's got to be a song I know. Because I don't know many. Shoot. Well, I don't know. Because I got to go from, you don't listen to the radio really now. <laughs> and you don't remember anything from the past. <laughs> my, my lane is a little narrow. <laughs> I think you're right. Never mind. Maybe this game doesn't work with me. How about this? Oh, that's my song. Yeah. human, yeah, you do That's easy. That's my lane. <laughs> right down your ego. Can't fail. Can't fail. Thinking, not thinking, takes you farther than loving can. Stupid human, yeah, you're doing it again. Thinking, not thinking, takes Here's you lane, farther Jordan, than you farther But remember the one song you were, oh, let me see. Um. Oh, that's another Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. No, you, no, you, no, you want, oh, Rock Show, right? Yeah, yeah. No, we got you. Oh, oh. Yeah, I know that one. You were always, you were like, I'm going to cover that one day. And I'm still waiting. I think I learned it one day. I guess I didn't record it. it. Like, I, I like that cover. That's that. a good song. Thank you. It's a good song. Can you drop that in here? Rock Get down show. on it. Boom. Can you edit that in right now? Rock show. Hey, you know we got ya. Whoa, whoa. Hey, you know we'll rock ya. Whoa, whoa. Hey, you know we got ya. Whoa, no. What you going to do about it? words it is i had these darn it these little hearts of course i don't want this one real quick if you were going on a picnic what would you bring oh what is this five things no okay oh yeah if i was going things. on a picnic five what would you bring uh sandwiches one cucumbers two uh, a, a a red and white uh blanket three you know with like checker you know i feel like that's yeah. the classic um chips four juice boxes five these are five things canis um give me five brand new messages that they place on those little candy hearts for valentine's day go <laughs> one <me>. world <laughs> one <laughs> soak it <laughs> two <laughs> I, can't it. That. I can't say that i can't edit that out no you can't edit that out um, i can't scary three <laughs> stalker <laughs> four <laughs> murder <laughs> what the hell happened not halloween candy dude uh, uh, all right let's all do right, uh words. Let's, let's leave them with some uh valentine's self-loved themed wise words see where it goes love is the awesome no i don't like that <laughs> that's not how improv works thing that this is what i'm trying to do saying awesome to everything has been a habit and i'm trying to break it but like honestly like if you say something like house house three o'clock awesome i'm tired of that's that can't be my habit word so let's start over <laughs> Uh-uh. I asked I mean, you earlier today. I got proof. But like Candace, what? That's just can a we, thing. Can we make it five minutes extra later? You got it, you said. And when I asked you, how about 2.30? You said, that's great. But look at how many how many times I've said awesome. I see no awesomes in our text thread. <laughs> but I do. Like, it's a thing. It's a thing. Right. Maybe it's when I'm feeling like nervous or whatever. Maybe it's when you're feeling awesome. I don't know. I'm not. Okay. Because I just, I feel like we bombed that. And that would be me. But that's, that's not how improv works. I know. And I'm failing. Love will always guarantee that you make friends and 
enemies. <laughs> what, a, what a lovely message for Valentine's Day. Uh, choose love, because either way, you're going to get friends and enemies. Boom. That was like um, magic. So, you can do magic. We appreciate the love you guys have given to the pod skis. Yes. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening. Shout out to Jackie again for repping uh, truth and levity. Uh, I believe she did so. I, I saw a shout out on Instagram, yes, I believe. Yes, on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and uh, appreciate you guys spreading the word in any way, shape, or form you can. Tell a friend. Listen to the pod ski. Please. Truth and levity. Look, <laughs> look up the Ed Lally Foundation. And, you know, if you can find it in your heart, if you feel like, you know, donating or even participating, it just helps um, helps grow. Even listening to our podcast, you know, because of my little commercial in the beginning, we get a penny every time. So yeah. those pennies get, can add up. Give a penny, take a penny. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we'll give you more. More podsies. Give a penny, take a podsie. Yeah. Podsie. Podsie. Give a pen, take a pod. Give a pen, take a pod. Podsie for a penny. But yeah. I get a cent. I get a cent. Give it. Give a cent. Get some cents. So it's very much appreciated, and um, you know, a penny saved is a penny earned. Who was that? Lincoln, Washington, one of those. Give a Lincoln, we'll get you thinking. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Give some money. We'll do stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I lost it. I thought I was on a roll. I thought. (laughs) Rolling, rolling, rolling. Get them doggies rolling roll hard. Give me that core jelly. <laughs> uh, yes. All right. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Adios. That was the greatest <laughs> moment in dream history. <laughs> I couldn't get out of it's the frame. Okay. Neither one of us could. We started sliding. We're laughing harder. Oh, 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 <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> Why am I laughing again? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs>